purpose on Girls, Gems, and Giggles is to inspire others to help us all become our highest, most authentic, and best self so that we can present that best self to the world. And so I really enjoy having guests that can add to the wisdom and the structures of how we're best able to do that. And of course, there's laughter throughout as well. This next guest embodies all the things that we aim to do on Girls, Gems, and Giggles. She's a human design expert by the name of Rebecca Davila. And she explains, I don't know if you've ever heard of human design, but basically what it is, is a human design expert is able to calculate your chart and then figure out your human design type. She's going to explain the different types of human design, what each of those means, and how they fit into different roles of society, how they fit within the patterns of their family structures, and the different things they're meant to do to produce and create in this world. So I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't know that much about it. I was basically just a sponge soaking up all the information. She truly explains everything in a way that we can understand though. So if you're new to human design, don't worry. She's going to make it very clear for you. And if you're already into human design, you're going to love this episode because you're going to know exactly what she's talking about. Regardless of where you are in the point of your journey, you're going to come out on the other side of this episode wanting to learn so much more and dive even deeper. And she's going to give you tools in order to do that and ways to figure out your chart and learn more about yourself. I'm super excited. So I'm going to stop talking now and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, welcome back to Girls, Gems, and Giggles. I'm super excited about today's guest. Her name is Rebecca Davila, and she is a design expert. So welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you so much, Joy. I'm really excited to be here and chat about human design with you. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I had put it out into the universe that I was looking for someone to explain human design because I've heard a little bit about it and I've listened to like other podcasts about it, but I really don't know too much about it. And I'm, I'm into like astrology and numerology and things like that, but Mm -hmm. I just like having a whole complete picture on how best to move throughout a day-to-day basis. So is human design sort of like related to those concepts at all, or is it something totally different? It is related to those concepts, um, especially astrology. That's one aspect of it. So human design combines ancient wisdoms such as astrology, the Kabbalah tree of life, the chakra system, the I Ching. There's some biology and quantum physics in there. So it combines a whole bunch of wisdom. And then it's based on your birth information, just like astrology. And you get this funky looking chart with like shapes and colors and (laughs) and then it tells you essentially it tells you all about yourself it's like your energetic soul's blueprint it talks about your subconscious your conscious 
and um, guides you to your intuition and how to best navigate your world based on your aura type. So it, it goes pretty deep. Oh, wow. And so just a little bit of background about you. How did you get into human design? It was through a podcast, actually. So this is very serendipitous. I uh, am obsessed with podcasts. And so I saw one about human design. And my first thought was, that sounds weird. Like, I'm not into robots. But something told me to listen to it. And so I did. And, and just immediately fell in love. So I went and looked at my chart. As soon as the episode was over, I found out that I'm a mental projector and I had no idea what that meant at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, I, it's like my soul knew. It was like, keep mm-hmm. looking at this. And the more I looked at it, the more it just made sense. And it's just healed me in ways that I haven't found previously. You know, I've, d- I've done the therapy. I've done, I'm a Reiki master as well, yeah. an EFT practitioner. So there's a lot of healing modalities that I've explored. And just having this energetic blueprint gave me this depth that I really needed. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm a true believer that like our self leaves us little breadcrumbs along the way to help us come up and elevate into our you know most productive soul being and um so I think that like listening to your story it sounds like maybe like you were you were listening to the right things at the right time to help bring out your calling and your purpose in life yes absolutely I believe the same thing your soul is always guiding you mm-hmm. oh wow that's so nice Okay, so you said you're okay. So first of all, um, like I said, I'm very much a novice to this. I'm sure a lot of the listeners are too. So what are what are the human design types? So there's five types. There's generator, manifesting generator, projector, manifester, and reflector. Okay, I'm trying to take notes here. Okay, so there's generator, manifester, and what else? A manifesting generator. So they're like a combo type. Okay. And then uh, we have projectors. Uh-huh. And reflectors. Reflectors. Okay. Very good. And so are these, are they like very um, different or are they somewhat similar to each other? They are fairly different. And it's beautiful because the type helps describe your aura, like how your energy uh, is meant to interact with this world and how you're meant to move through this world. And they all kind of work together. So human design is called the science of differentiation. And this is just the first level of differentiating yourself and really understanding how you're meant to show up in this life and, and a first step towards your purpose. So if we were to look at it all together, um, generators and manifesting generators, Uh, together are about 70% of the population. These are the types that have a defined sacral center. So this is just the home of the life force energy. So uh, one thing about this type is you'll hear people say like, oh, the generators are here to work because they have the energy to work because the sacral, they have that defined sacral, which means they have consistent access to this life force energy, to this goodness in there. Um, but they're not meant to just work doing whatever. They're meant to do work that satisfies them. Mm-hmm. And then we have projectors who are about 20% of the population. And this is the most varied type, actually. So it's hard to really generalize. But all projectors 
are meant to be guides. We are here to really guide other people. We kind of have a bird's eye view of things. We're able to see things in a deep way that other types aren't as much. And so that's how we that's how we help our environment is we're, we're like the guides and the teachers. The manifestors are about 9% and these types are the only real initiators. They're, they're the ones that like the whole Nike just do it. Mm-hmm. manifestors or uh, are really the only ones who are meant to initiate something and then the reflectors are only about one percent they have no defined centers in their chart they're fairly open and they're the types that are meant to really uh, just keep track of our health in the environment they're kind of like the barometer they can you can't lie to a reflector they can feel everything so if we were speaking in terms of like maybe notable people that we've heard about in the world who would be like a reflector would that be like a mother Teresa or am I on the wrong path probably actually now that you mention it I should look up their chart there's actually this one channel inside of the chart that we call the mother Teresa channel because it's very nurturing and very loving Mm. Um, I'm trying to think I know that there's a famous reflector but it's leaving my mind okay (laughs) no worries and what are you by the way I'm a mental projector. A mental projector. Did you mention that one? I don't even remember. The, okay, I didn't write that one down. Mental projector. Yeah, so that's just uh, on top of the uh, types, we have authorities. The authority is how you are just specifically connected to your intuition. Mm-hmm. And this is where the projector becomes quite varied because we have different kinds of intuition that a projector can utilize. So like you and I are both mental projectors, which is very rare and very specific. So it's, it's cool that this is happening right now. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. So I'm a mental projector. Yes. Okay. 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 I'm listening. So what does it mean? Uh, so for mental projectors, we're only about 2% of the population. And this means that we have definition in our heads and, none in our body. So all of the authorities, all of the connection to intuition are usually in the body. Is like people have sacral where it's like this gut response or they have a splenic authority where it's just a quiet in the moment intuition. Um, there's nine different types. So as a mental projector, we don't have consistent access to that intuition in our body. So we have to talk out loud and like to different people in order to gain that self-awareness of what our intuition is telling us because we are essentially absorbing our environment so much. So like when you're talking to your best friend and you're kind of soundboarding about an idea or a project you're wanting to do, you start to feel a certain way. You, you gain some insider wisdom just by talking to them. And then you'd go talk to your parents or another friend and you'd, you'd feel a little different way. And so that's how you gather the information to know what's correct for you. It's like, you have to speak out loud and then your words reflect off the environment and come back to you. And then you're able to connect into your intuition that way. I I can see that. But my issue is, and I don't know if this comes from maybe like block chakras. And I don't know if that kind of hinders your human design or whatever. What do you call it? Do you call it your human design? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can just say that. It's like sometimes like I tend to be an introvert. So 
I'm very selective about who I speak to. So maybe I'd rather listen to a podcast or listen maybe like to an expert, like someone like yourself, rather than like just talk to anybody or like just even close people. Like I'm very private. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that that's totally fine, too. Like that's that's the interesting thing. Because again, as mental projectors, we are so susceptible to our environment and to the people that we surround ourselves with. So uh, there's like deeper layers that I'm trying to not nerd out on too much. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> um, so, so it makes sense that you would be selective and there could be some, some blockages happening there, or maybe some past trauma, like you, you talk to people before and they shut you down or they called you selfish or something and so you just stopped talking to people and everything I want to say everything with human design it has helped me so much and I've seen it benefit so many people's lives and at the same time my main mantra for anybody is take what resonates and leave the rest like do not ever try to put yourself in a box you know I'm not trying to tell you oh you're a mental projector so now you have to go talk about your stuff to everybody like no it's important who you soundboard with because you're essentially absorbing part of their energy through the talking that's so it makes sense if you're not just talking to everybody Mm -hmm. you don't you don't want their input it's not about getting input it's not about getting advice it's just simply about letting that energy connect to you so that you can gain wisdom of yourself through that energy Mm, that makes a lot of sense yeah because it's it's not that I don't want to talk to people it's just you know <laughs> the trust factor of everything you know and the energy that people's thoughts um can put into my manifestations that I really try to protect you know what I mean absolutely yes and it's hard as a mental projector because uh, you know we'll we'll talk about it I mean I'm, I'm not gonna assume your situation for me I'll say and for mental projectors I've met uh, like in the past before human design I would try to talk and I just didn't understand how to to come to a conclusion without talking through it so I would just talk out loud and this would be so problematic for people in my life they'd either immediately try to fix me they'd cut me off and not let me talk or one person even said I was selfish for asking her to listen to me and so I just shut down and this gave me the permission to say, oh, no, I do actually need to talk because I need to release all this stuff out of my head so I can listen to my body. Mm-hmm. And I just need to do that with the people who are OK with that, that those are my people and the people who aren't OK with it. They're not my people. And that's fine. Mm. I love that. It's like I just had an aha moment right now. Like, I feel like you saying that is kind of like telling me like this is something that I need to do I need to open up more in order to like be a better version of myself is kind of what I'm hearing because of my mental projector type it's gonna help me right I love that yes yes being a mental projector is a tall order because there's not that much information about it for us because we're fairly specific and as projectors as a whole are meant to be guides, but mental projectors, Ra would call them the ultimate projector, like the most projectoriest of all projectors. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's there's just a lot energetically happening there. It's kind of weird to unpack at first. So yeah, just opening yourself up and allowing yourself to connect to the correct environment for yourself, the correct people can really be life-changing. 
and I think that I I am thankful for this podcast because it does allow me to kind of have my own like safe space and platform to connect with the people and the topics that I want to talk about you know yes that's so beautiful I podcasts are perfect for mental projectors sharing all the wisdom and connecting with people is beautiful Mm, I love that okay so it's there's can you tell us a little bit about okay I want to go back to the chakra thing so you you said you work with chakras and Reiki healing and things like that right does that play a part in um how a person's um human design type might work Yeah, so there's a correlation there. So if you're familiar with the chakras, there's seven main chakras that you usually see whenever you're doing chakra work from root to crown, right? And with the human design chart, there's actually nine centers. So the story is that we've been seven centered beings until about 1781. And we started growing into nine centered beings, becoming more aware and more evolved in a sense. So with these centers, you can have defined centers or you can have open centers. And the defined centers are where you have consistent access to energy. And the open centers are where you are absorbing and amplifying energy. So you have the most potential to be conditioned by the world around you. And this is why it's it's interesting being a mental projector because we're essentially being conditioned. Our entire body has the potential to be conditioned on a deep level because we don't have any definition down there. So mm-hmm. the thing to know is when you're looking at them, they have these not self questions. So that you're either aligned, you're either flowing with things or you're in your not self, which is essentially like your inner critic trying to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. So then there's these specific questions you can look at, like, am I holding on to things that aren't good for me? If you are, well, then there's probably something off balance in your spleen center. So then you can look at that and start to move the energy over. Or am I trying to prove my worth? Am I am I working really hard to prove that I'm good enough to be here? Well, then that's a heart center issue. So let's unpack that. So Wait, it really helps. Because I have heard that my heart chakra is blocked from two Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is a big one for a lot of people I'll say, because on the body graph, the heart center itself is the smallest one, but it has the biggest impact 100%. And your, uh, your personality sun, like your biggest energy gate is coming from your heart center. So it, this is fascinating that you've had some blockages there. Mm. So with the heart center, and the main question to ask yourself is, am I trying to prove my worth? Like, have you, have you found yourself running around or doing things in the hopes that people would say, oh, good job or. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I know that's fairly common, but it's like, it can be detrimental, right? Like you're doing all these things that you don't actually care about. You're running yourself ragged just Mm. in the hopes that you can prove you're good enough. Mm. Yeah, I have. And I, I would say that also has shown up more so in the past, but um probably still to this day like in relationships you know oh yes that's a big one for sure mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of learned a little bit to kind of pull back from that but I know it's still there it's still an issue for me yes well and that's part of being human really is is working through 
all of these not self, like all the expressions of the energy. We have shadow expression, we have light expression, and we're going to be at different stages of this expression at different parts of our lives. So it's about really loving yourself in whatever stage you're in and loving that not self voice that comes up too. And like, and just stopping and saying, wait, am I trying to prove my worth right here? Like I'm feeling uncomfortable. What's happening? Oh, I'm trying to prove my worth. I'm only doing this because I hope that they won't break up with me or something. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, okay, this is a not self heart center because the beautiful thing about having an open heart is that you're not here to prove anything to anybody at all. You don't have the energy for it. You don't have the, you don't have the definition to have the drive for that. So you can forgive yourself for stepping into that and then move forward and say, I'm not here to prove anything. I'm here to be me. I'm here to share my wisdom and I'm here to guide others and I'm here to love and nurture. And that is it. If people are resonating with it, great. If they're not, then great. Cause I don't have the energy for everybody. So right. I'm not going to prove it. <laughs> At all. And it's crazy as like, like you, I've been accused of being selfish too, which I don't know. It gets, it's like, which one is it? Do I care too much or do I not care enough? I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> it's weird, right? <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> and then I'm kind of like empathic, but I'm a little bit detached. It's I'm a mess. I don't know. Is that part because I'm a p- mental projector? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, everything is such a journey. Um, but yeah, mental projectors can tend to be very empathic because because of our open body. Like we're um, we're absorbing and amplifying so much. So if you look back, it's like you you knew when that person was lying. You you knew when something wasn't right for you, but you stayed because you were afraid of the alternative but you knew. And so it's about looking back and realizing that and remembering what that felt like in your body and then choosing to trust it moving forward. But Rebecca, you said that we have a, a tough time feeling it in our body, right? Or or it's mostly in our head. I'm, I'm a little confused. Okay. Yeah. So, so the authority aspect uh, in human design. Okay. Let me, let me, pull back just real quick. So when you first start human design, we always talk about following your strategy and your authority, because this is the best first step to aligning to your own energy. So each type has its own strategy based on how your aura shows up. So for projectors specifically, we have a very penetrating aura where like we see deeply into people just automatically. So our strategy is to wait for recognition and invitation because it can be a little off-putting for someone to just be so deeply seen so quickly (laughs) if they're not ready for it, right? So having that. And then for us, our authority is the soundboarding. It's the self-recognition. And um, this is where we have to release the energy out of our heads with our words so so that we can then recognize it in our bodies there's that's when you can fine tune into your intuition in your body because we don't have definition in our body intuitively and this is for making decisions for yourself in life like should I really date this person is it time to move like 
is this job correct for me? You need some time to just kind of talk about it and to feel it out, to really connect to what's correct for you and your body and get that correct answer for you. Because of your openness, you're picking up on everybody else's stuff. So if you don't have strong boundaries with that, if you're not really being clear with yourself and being strong with yourself to maintain your own energy, then you're going to be influenced by your whole environment all the time as a mental projector. Mm. Yeah, that <clears throat> that made a lot of sense when you said, okay, once I release the energy through words, um, then it can then, because it got out of my head, then I'm able to feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay, I get it now. Thank you for that. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you said the most common type is the manifesting generator. Is that the most common type? It's it's the generator type overall. The manifesting generator is like a subtype of the generator. So together, they're 70% of the population. The generators are, okay. Yes. And what do they look like? What is that about? So the generator is so fun. These are the ones that just their aura feels like a big hug. It's described as enveloping. And this is because they have that sacral center defined, which again is the home of life force energy. It's just the feel good center. So they kind of radiate all this energy. If you think of like a literal generator that helps, (laughs) you know, give power to your home. If you lose power, that's kind of what the generators do for the rest of us. (laughs) So it's really cool. It does happen, but is it exhausting for them? <laughs> or... Well, this that's a good question because the main thing for generators is they're here to be satisfied. They're here to really do what they love. That's how they light themselves up. But because they have such inherent energy, so many people around them kind of take advantage of that. And that's that can lead to burnout for them. I know so many amazing, beautiful generators who will work so hard for everybody else because they love their people and because they want to help but it's not really satisfying for them so it leads to burnout or to health problems so the strategy for generators is to listen to that sacral response the sacral is the home of the gut response when people say trust your gut like Mm -hmm. you and I have a hard time with that or it's just not always there Mm -hmm. that's their lifeblood like they need to trust their gut above all else because that's their strategy because their aura is so enveloping it draws people in and then once people are in their aura that sacral can respond with a yes or a no yes we'll help this person no we don't want to help that person that's how you know what you have the energy for and who's correct for you Mm, okay so if they're really in tune with that then they're able to kind of you know, release their energy accordingly. But if they're not in tune with that, then they can burn out really quickly. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm. And how is it like, okay, you know how like in astrology or whatever, they're like, oh, okay, um, a Libra goes with a cancer or they don't, but whatever, right? For example, (laughs) (laughs) is it similar like that? Like do opposites attract when you're dealing with human design or does a generator go best with another generator or something like that? I mean, it really depends. There's so much nuance to the energetics that it's hard to say like, oh, as a generator, you should only date generators or any of that because there's a lot of 
electromagnetic connections that happen inside of the body graph that you can look at. Uh, they do say, though, that the generator-projector relationship is pretty beautiful because the projector can kind of guide the generator and how to best use their energy. And the generator, when they're satisfied and lit up, helps give energy to the projector. Like, I know when I'm around my generator friends, I just feel like I can do everything all the time. Like, I'm so happy. I'm like, let's let's do all these things. What do people get from a projector, a mental projector? Okay, so our gift is truly deeply seeing people. Mm. Like, we we can really do that like even on a tiktok live the other day i was explaining this how our aura is here to really just connect deeply into people like you can i can pick up on people pretty quickly and someone commented and was like yeah i can really feel that from you like i've never met them i'm not even in aura with them they're just watching me on tiktok but they feel like i can guide them and my friends have said that too like i that's the main thing like people people feel really seen mm. by a projector, which is a beautiful thing when they're ready for it. It can be scary if they're not. Yeah, it, that's true. It, it kind of makes it hard to be like, well, if you're in a good relationship, it's fine. But if you're not, if you're not <laughs> a good relationship, it makes it difficult. You know, not just like romantically, but friendship-wise, work-wise, family-wise, you know? Yes, absolutely. The more in tune you get to your energy, the less BS you put up with. It's so fascinating. <laughs> and you feel like, am I tripping? Like, am I, But you, you're like, no, I know in my heart when something doesn't feel right or when it does. Like, I don't care what your words say or your actions. Like, I can just feel it, you know? Yes, absolutely. And trust that because that's, that's a lot of what you're here for. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so tell us about the manifester initiating what did you say yes yes they are the initiators so the manifestors are really fascinating their aura is described as repelling which some of the languaging in human design kind of off puts people because it can be kind of intense but it is what it is and it's very specific so the reason they describe that as the manifestors because they are the initiator and so they like they're they're not here to really worry about other people (laughs) so it's it's like i always describe it as the train conductor okay because because their aura is repelling and because they are here to initiate their strategy is to inform this is how they can ease their relationships and how they can more easily navigate so if we think about a train going through the world on the tracks right like it kind of repels the air in order to move through so quickly to the next location and the train conductor comes out at the station and says hey this train is leaving in 10 minutes we're going to new york or wherever And so that's the informing piece. So then the people who want to be on the train can get on. The people who want to get off can get off. If it's not their train, they don't get on. You know, it's like just information. This is where I'm going. This is when I'm leaving. The end. And then they can move on. The thing with manifestors is they are fairly independent. And with that repelling aura, it can be a little off-putting for some people. So there can be a lot of shadow there with the informing. Both my mom and my younger son are a manifestor. So it's been interesting watching this. And my mom, like... 
almost every family gathering, there's some point where we look around and we're like, where did mom go? Like she's, <laughs> she just left. She comes back with bags of ice. She's like, oh, we needed ice. Like, you did not tell anybody. We didn't know where you were. <laughs> so so it, like good CEOs, like in the workplace or what would, is that kind of what, the, what would their role be maybe in a workplace? Yeah. So if we look at all the types together, if they all work together in an ideal, beautiful world, yes, the manifester would show up and say, hey, I have this idea. This is where we all need to go. And the generators would respond with their sacral and they're like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's do that. And then they have the energy to work. Like they all find their place of, of where they're best able to work to bring this into fruition right and then the projector would come through and say okay this is a great plan here's how we can make it a little more efficient or let's move these groups over here and this will move a little more smoothly to guide the energy and then the reflector would just kind of be in the middle of it hanging out and making sure everybody's good like hey yeah everybody's healthy or no this group is not okay like they're about to have a fight or they're about to burn out so they kind of the reflector would be like the CEO whisper, like, "Hey, <laughs> we need to rearrange." <laughs> oh, I get you. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I like the way you explain that. Mm. Now I want to do everybody in my family's chart. <laughs> yes, chart or like, oh, sorry people's chart or how does that work no it's so easy so it's based on your birth information and I actually have a chart designer on my website my website is almost ready to be live I'm gonna say but on the at the time of recording it it's not quite ready but it should be ready in the next day so uh you can but you can google free human design chart or come to my website rebeccadavila.com and you just put in your birth info that's it the date the time and the place and then it pops up with this chart and it'll tell you all the things. It'll tell you your type, your profile, your strategy authority, and you'll be able to see the body graph itself and see where it's defined and undefined and all the gates and everything. Okay. Now I've, you make it sound really easy, Rebecca, but I've seen those charts and come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand a word on those charts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, I I totally get you because it is weird to first step in. So uh, I have tools for this, though. I have a free a free guide if you're interested in that, uh, which uh, is on my site. So you can look at that, and it helps break down each aspect. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's good. I have a ton of TikTok videos. I can't wait to get playlists so I can organize the videos. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, your, your website. Okay, we, you should spell it out for people so that they can follow your website tomorrow when it becomes live. <laughs> yeah, um, Rebecca Davila. So R-E-B-E-K-A, D as in dog, A, B as in Victor, I-L-A, dot com. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, because I need a, I need a website where it explains it and it breaks it down because I'll look at that chart all day and it won't mean a thing to me, you know? Oh yeah. And that totally makes sense. Like I, I get it. And that's why I love talking to people who are brand new and why I love really, really 
bringing into that first level of understanding. And I know not everybody wants to understand all the aspects. So I do have a customized book you can order if you want. And then it just unpacks your specific charts. So you can get to know your specific energy. So that's a fun thing. Um, but I, I'm really intending on building a good library to help people in the first stages, just like you, because this is such a beautiful system. And I want to be able to help you take the first steps, not be so overwhelmed by all the things. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like the more people know themselves, just the better, not only can they maneuver throughout the world better, but the more they're able to fulfill their purpose and help people the way they're supposed to help people, you know, and play their positions on the board, you know, just we really need to know ourselves. That's really what I believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's at the heart of my mission of of really teaching self-love and that's why I love this system too because there's over two billion different configurations of this chart so it really helps you see that you are truly one of a kind so you can stop comparing yourself to people you can stop expecting other people to be a different way and just see them for who they are and see them for their gifts and let those gifts shine and even like we were talking about before if people don't get you or they're expecting something out of you that's not correct like they're just not your people and that's okay so it, it helps to really deeply love yourself which is so huge and i believe that can really change the world oh me too that's so beautiful i have like a probably a silly question but okay so once you figure out your human design is it ever variable or is it fixed because it's you know goes by your birthday okay so there's no such thing as a silly question that's a great question so your body graph itself is always fixed like you are always you at the same time the transits are always happening so when you look at the chart or even astrology right if you say you're a virgo sun a capricorn moon or whatever it is you're looking at all your planet placements right those planets are always moving that's why your time is so important because it captures that moment so the planets are always moving. So when we think about the transits and how that affects you, then your chart today, when you combine it with the transits, will look different than it will tomorrow. So if you start wondering, like, why, why am I super emotional right now? And you look and realize, oh, my solar plexus is defined in the transits right now. Like everybody has this whole channel going from the throat to the solar plexus. So there's a lot of big feels happening right now. So you start to understand that. So it's the answer is kind of both. Like you yourself are always the same. You are also always learning from the transits. Mm. Okay. And so that's why, like, maybe when people gather for holidays, it becomes so crazy because it's like, you know, not only do you have these different types of human designs, but everyone's affected differently by the holidays as well. So it's just like a lot of emotions. And stuff. Yes, absolutely. And that brings up a whole other thing where you can look at like your chart and your family's charts, right? Like you were saying, you want to look up everybody's charts, then you can start to see um, certain aspects. Like I just did a chart reading for a mom who was having some trouble with her teenage son. And so we looked at the energetics between her and her son and figured out where things were going. So we can look at, um, there's different connections. There's like electromagnetic when you have, like you have one one gate and the other person has another gate and together it makes a whole channel. So then you get access to this energy that you don't have on your own or there's types where it's like companionship. So like you both have the same gate or the same channel. So then you, you kind of vibe on this same level or there's dominance where 
say I have just one gate, but you have the whole channel. So then I would kind of yield to you whenever we're around. Like I would be overpowered by you a bit whenever we're around. So you can really look at the energies of that and start to understand why you react certain ways to different people. Mm. That went, a, that went a little bit too deep for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I told you I'm trying to not nerd out too much because it goes, it goes even deeper than that. Like, it's insane what you can do with the system. But I will say that also just, just staying at the surface level, if all you ever do is look at your, your so to find out your strategy and authority, if that's it, that can be life changing. Like, you don't have to go as deep as I am because I just can't help it <laughs> you I, don't I, have to once I like once I go on your website and like calculate things and put everybody in I'm gonna go I'm gonna really start the wheels turning and be more you know it's just I'm not there yet because I haven't tried it but I know me I'm kind of like I'm similar to you right so it's like <laughs> I have a feeling I'm gonna be going down the rabbit hole very soon and I'm, I'm excited to I, I love this kind of stuff I do. Oh, good, good. Yes. (laughs) Um, How does, like, does human design do anything, like, does it affect anything else besides, say, like, your personality? Like, does it affect, like, show up as, like, how you present in a style or your weight, appearance, or diet, or anything like that? It does speak to your diet and how, uh, how or what is correct, the correct way for you to eat. There's different dietary aspects, which is really fascinating. Um, as far as appearance and stuff, I haven't noticed that, but I also haven't really paid attention. Like I know they talk about that in astrology too. Like if you're a Capricorn rising, then you probably have these aspects. Um, right. I haven't personally paid any attention to that. So there might be a correlation there, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's aspects. It's called the determination that helps you know the best way for you to digest food it's called the termination or determination 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 okay so once you know your design type then you look up the determination to figure out what your best diet course might be yeah so that's that's where we go even deeper like we're (laughs) it's a whole deeper level and this one is interesting because the old school human design people will not talk about it like the original people they say no you have to be in your experiment they call it you have to be your experiment for seven years at the very least before you even touch this aspect of the design chart um you have no business doing it like they're they're very strict about it the, the original people but the more new age type human design people like the ones that are coming into it now we're like why not like why can't we learn about what we want so I just say that to say that there's not as much information on the body graph chart on my website you will get that it will tell you what your determination is so then you can start looking at it Um, I'm just letting you know that at the moment there's very little information so just be discerning in what you find Mm, I like that you're gonna offer that though and you said you have a book what's the name of your book um so I have I have a free guidebook I mean I have a lot that's how I process I like create stuff in canvas so there will be things uh, on my site but the main book that I have it's called aligned af it 
<laughs> set set correct intentions and live your purpose using human design. And so it's just based on your info. Like when you order it, you would put in your birth information so that I can see your chart and then I can I'll create a custom book just for you so that you can look at it and it has information about your energy specifically and it also has exercises like activities or journaling and there's a few meditations in there to help you really connect to the energy because it's one thing to just know what it is but it's a whole other thing to embody it and to really connect with it inside of your system. Rebecca, I love that. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Honestly, I'm so excited. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Okay, so to to get that guidebook, that's going to be on your website already. I mean, so we'll just click on that once the website comes on. Yes. Like, okay. And then the one we click on will be the Aligned AF, Set Correct Intention and Live Your Purpose Through Human Design. Correct? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm there. I love that wow you're so good how long have you been doing this practice uh three years I've discovered it so it just keeps drawing me in wow very nice and has it helped you like improve in your relationships with others or what what have you seen so far it has completely changed my life. Like when I first found it, I always knew I was meant to be a teacher of some sort. And then ironically in my chart, like everything points to teaching, like literally that's all I'm here to do, teach things. So I've just really embraced it. And at the time I was actually a coach at the local junior high. I coached PE and athletics during the day. I coached basketball oh, for gosh, the seventh grade. Coach. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> was it exhausting? Yes. <laughs> It wasn't really my favorite time, but yeah. Oh my gosh. It was like, I was so tired. At one point I finally, um, I, I had a feelings closet. So one of the supply closets in the locker room, mm -hmm. I was, I like, I just got to go cry for a bit. And so I would just go in there and like sit in the dark and cry or take a nap. Like I told the other coaches, I'm going in the feelings closet. I'll see you later. And one time I was having a really like emotional day. So I'm just crying. And then the other coach was looking for something. So she comes in and turns on the light, looks at me and she's like, have you seen the pickleball paddles? <laughs> like, okay, bye. And then she turns off the light and leaves. <laughs> that is crazy and you would think that it wouldn't be so exhausting I don't know what was so exhausting about it but I can tell you it's because you're surrounded by hundreds of people 70% of which have this defined sacral so you are amplifying that energy all day long and that's not for you um, and and ironically it's exhausting as a projector especially a mental projector to not be recognized like you know that you're here to share wisdom you know that you're here to really be of service in some way and when you are not in that and people don't actually see you and they're not actually asking you these correct questions they're not asking you for guidance that's exhausting it's weird it's weird it's true I get that. I just I always one of my biggest problems was that I felt I wasn't living in my purpose. I was like, this was never my purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care how fast you run the mile, kids. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, but I did like you know because I would exercise with them, so it did. Keep, I was a lot more fit back then. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh my gosh, same. Well, I was also a CrossFit coach, so <laughs> I would wake up. I would go to CrossFit at 5 a.m. And then one to, once to twice a week, I would coach the class. But five days a week, I would work out CrossFit. 
And then during basketball season, I would go early. So I get my workout in and then I'd go to basketball practice and coach my girls. And then I'd coach all day. And then my kid would have basketball practice after school. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like now that I've connected to myself, like that sounds terrible. Right. <laughs> Say. Yeah. But yeah, at the exactly. time I was like, uh, that, that that's the definition of an undefined heart, like trying to prove its worth. Like, look, I'll do all the things. It'll be fine. And the, an undefined sacral trying to just ride off of everybody else's energy <laughs> I agree yeah same and my kids have practice after yeah my pra- yeah <laughs> and I do <laughs> how and why <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we came out on the other side <laughs> oh my gosh same and then comparison today so I substitute teach right now so a lot of the kids that I had in junior high I now have them in high school I just get to hang out as a sub and it's great Um, But today I stayed home so I could do some work on my business. And I was legit in my bathrobe for most of the day. I was just like in my bed, in my bathrobe, working on my website, putting final touches on my Aligned AF book and all this process stuff for um, for my business. And I legit, like I finally looked up at one point and realized I'd been working for four hours didn't even realize it I was just like in the zone like doing my thing and I felt so happy oh my god I love that (laughs) so that's how it's changed my life honestly I I vary because um there's times where I just really need it to like purge the energy and and like today was fabulous but if I stay home by myself too much I get weird because even though our bodies are open and we're always conditioning, it's like I kind of need that conditioning to feel things. If I'm by myself too long, it's like all I got is my brain and that can be a dangerous place. Okay. Okay. Good to know. I hear you on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's a balance. It needs to be a balance. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I get that, but I love your day. That sounds wonderful. It, it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see, because I wrote down some questions that I have for you. Oh, okay. So speaking of like practicing practices and coaching and all that, how does human design um, affect your parenting style? Oh, that's beautiful. So it's Luckily, once now that I know my kids' design, I realize I've basically been parenting them by their design from the beginning, which I'm really grateful for. I have a, an emotional projector and emotional manifester. So the way it's really helped solidify things, like my oldest is a senior in high school right now. He's been applying to college and all this stuff. And so I know that in the past, I would try to push him to make some kind of decision because he was taking forever. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to go to this college or that college. I don't know. And it would have stressed me out before. So I'm like, well, you got to decide. And and he's not going to be like a productive member. How is he going to survive if he can't make decisions? Right. I would freak out. But he's an emotional projector. Emotional authority people need to take their time because they have to ride the emotional wave in order to really get the depth of information to for themselves. So it helps me to step back to be like, okay, cool, dude. Like you take your time because really there's plenty of time. There's no reason to rush the decision. Mm-hmm. And and then he came to it. So it helped me to kind of step back on stuff like that. And with some of his specific like he's such a projector sometimes and, and he's like should I tell my friends about this thing like this politically charged thing and I'm like mm, 
probably not because the recognition invitation piece thing right he's not really into this system but i just try to talk to him like in layman's terms of like why we don't just mm. advise people on things they didn't ask for <laughs> right. i'm so guilty of that oh my god it yeah it happens it happens because that's what we're here to do we're here to advise people so then it it's like that's just what we do like, i just but, want to help you i want to make your life better <laughs> right right and so that's where that recognition like some people get kind of bitter because they're thinking well why do i have to wait for this recognition that sounds so passive but no it's really it's a protection for both of y'all because then like i mean you know how it is when you're trying to help somebody right and you're giving this advice and they're like they get mad at you or they're like you're such a nosy person or something <laughs> right but if there's the recognition and they're like hey joy i'm having issues with this like can you help me that's a whole different vibe so that's then you have the energy for that you don't get bitter they don't get frustrated it brings you closer that's that's why the invitation is so important wait for the invitation okay I'm <laughs> Oh, learning so much. Okay. Well, I'm not going to take up too much of your time because, girl, I'll have so many questions and we don't have time for all of that. But <laughs> We'll just have to do a part two someday. Right. After you get your chart, we can dig in deeper. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. And then I want to do my spouse's chart, too, so I can see, like, yeah, where that energy is lying. Yes. Yeah. It's so great. So I'm looking forward to your website. So we're going to go to your website, RebeccaDavila.com. Am I saying your last name wrong? How do you say your last name? Davila? I say, I say Davila. Oh, Davila. Okay, I'm sorry. And um, then we can also find your free guidebook on there. And then okay, where else can we find you? I am on TikTok and Instagram, both at Rebecca.MentalProjector. Okay. On both. Okay, good. Very nice. So are you ever going to, are you thinking about like, or maybe do you do this already? Like coaching other people or like training classes? Like if someone else wanted to, to be like a human design expert, are you ever going to lead the way in that? I have thought of that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but so far, I just get too excited about it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it kind of blows up. It's it's a funny thing. So, and yes, pro in the future, it'll happen for sure. Right now, I'm really focusing on this guidebook is how I feel like I can support the most people. And then I'll have, uh, like, if you want to do a reading with me, a one-on-one. -on -one, then that's an offer as well. I'm keeping it pretty simple right now. Um, I've, as a substitute teacher, I'm about to take over for the speech and debate teacher mm. in a couple weeks. So I'm trying to just balance that. Yeah. And, and then... I get it. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> but just never forget your passions as well and what you're here to do. So. Oh, absolutely not like... I'm a little nervous about taking over for the sub position, honestly, because I'm like, I don't, I just want to talk about human design. Do you guys want to talk about human design? Can I look up your chart? <laughs> I know you just have to make the right speeches about it or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Do a debate on why a manifester is better than a generator. I don't know. <laughs> You'll find a way. 
but uh, I just really want to thank you so much. I know, like, we were barely able to scratch the surface because you weren't able to go too deep with me, but still. (laughs) It's totally fine. Thank you so much for this conversation. I had a ton of fun. I did, too. And so after I look on your website and everything like that, Next time we talk again, I hope to have a a lot more knowledge and be able to go a little bit further. But I do want to thank you for sharing your time with me. It means so much. And I was, like I said, I asked the universe to bring me somebody to speak on this. And I think the universe found the perfect person for me. So thank you again. That means so much. Thank you. All All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Girls, Gyms, and Giggles. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Hey guys, I know you enjoyed that last episode of Girls, Gems, and Giggles. If you like what you hear here, please make sure that you follow our show, that you're subscribed so that you get the alerts on when we have a brand new episodes coming out. And also share with someone who might enjoy this show as well. You can reach us by email at girlsgemsandgiggles at mail.com. And a link to our website is in the bio of the show. Feel free to leave a positive review. We love to hear from you guys. We'd also like if you would like to be a guest on our show, please submit that information through our website or our email as well. And we can discuss opportunities to come on the show. Anyways, if all you want to do is sit back and listen, we love you for that too. Whatever you want to do, we're just glad that you're part of this journey with us. We love you. Stay great. Peace.